All right, guys, so Seth and Tony with Southwest Ohio Full Court Press uh, rolling on with our series here of 2021 uh, State Tournament Bracketology. Uh, this one's D3. Uh, we just wrapped up D1 and D2. Uh, we got a little bit more to go through here because all four of the sectional slash district brackets um, are, are chalked full of teams that we've mm -hmm. got to discuss. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not going to waste any more time. We're going to jump in. Uh, we're going to start with Clayton 1 bracket. Um, up top, we've got one of the bye games was Dayton Christian. Uh, so the play-in game there is Arcanum and Versailles. Uh, so real quick, let's break that one down. Arcanum, Versailles, who you got here? Six seed, nine seed, respectively. Um, I think in this one, just to be blunt, Arcanum will win. Um, Versailles is going to give him a challenge. Versailles has been a stingy team all year. Uh, they Heck, they beat Northmont, a Division One program, which is a mm. very good-looking win. Uh, but then they also have struggled against some other opponents. They were 7-14 and 14 entering the draw. Arcanum has shown they can beat some of the better teams in terms of D3 talent. I have Arcanum winning this one. Okay. So Arcanum is going to move on to face the bye team in Dayton Christian then. Uh, eight seed Dayton Christian. I'm taking Dayton Christian in this one. Yep. War Warriors are playing their best basketball right now. Okay. Uh, then in what was, I guess, a double buy here, Covington's got uh, Preble Shawnee. I don't think any discussion there. Preble moving on? Yeah. Okay. Preble and Dayton Christian then. Tough matchup. Very tough Real matchup. Tough. Um, I think you got to give it to the Arrows, though. You have to. I mean, the way Mason Shroud and Bryce Singleton have played up to this point in the season, I don't know if Dayton Christian's got enough guys that can can match that in terms of the scoring output. Yeah, Preble Shawnee's going to be trouble for a lot of teams. Yes. Okay, so Preble's going to end up uh, moving on to district there. Uh, bottom half of the bracket, real quick, we're going to look down through here. We've got uh, Redding, uh, Cincy North College Hill, Cincy Hills Christian Academy, Gamble Montessori and Maramont. Who's coming out of that one? I had CHCA coming out of that one. I would think so. I think they're they're playing very similar to how they were playing last year. Uh, very, very good team that returns a number of starters. Uh, they were down at UD last year. I would say CHCA. Mm -hmm. Okay. Preble, CHCA, though. I have two... Potential upsets, or you could call upsets, in okay. this in D three, and this is one of them. I'm taking CHCA over Preble Shawnee in this one. Oh man, okay, why? Um, with Preble Shawnee, while I like Shrout, while I like Singleton a lot, my biggest concern with them from day one has been what is what is what did they have beyond those two? Yeah, what if Mason Trout has a bad night? And let's be honest. No, he's not had a really had a bad night yet. Right, but let's be <laughs> honest. When you when your best player is a freshman, yep. it's hard to get out. It's hard to just get out of the sectional. I mean, they're gonna. I think they will run into some problems with Dayton Christian just because Shroud is going up against an experienced defense. CHCA is known to be one of the better defensive teams. Mm -hmm. I just feel like going into a district final. The lot, they, they lost a lot of guys from last year, but they have enough back that they're going to be hungry to, to leave, to get back to where they left off. And I just don't know if Preble Shawnee is going to be able to match that and, and get through this one. Okay. So. You think otherwise, though? Um, everything that I've seen from Mason Shrout this year has, has thrown Franklin Luke Kennard vibes at me mm -hmm. in terms of play style, just that 
it doesn't matter what you do to me. I'm still going to drop 30 on your head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get it. Franklin's a D1 team, uh, but both playing in the swivel. You know, Shroud's done it to everyone this year. And regardless of what they did, just every move in the book gets deep in his bag. If he plays as if he's not a freshman, which he has 90% of the year, um, the only maybe question mark that I had that I saw was the second half in their first matchup against Waynesville, uh, where Waynesville came out in a win because he had 27 at half and only finished with 34. Mm-hmm. Um, so he only had seven second half points. If he has a night like that, they'll get knocked off. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, which I'd, he's not had one of those halves since, I think. Um, then they would move on. But I, I I would have to say, as much as I want to root for Preble, I, I would agree with you. I think CHCA is probably moving on. So, uh, so that's Clayton 1. Then at the district level, because we're – because I'm trying to match these up a little bit, they're taking on the Vandalia 2 bracket, which is why I've got them next in our list to discuss. Um, down in the bottom half of the bracket, we do have Middletown Madison down there uh, in the first player and the only playing game down in the bottom half, taking on Madeira. So real quick, let's touch on this one. I mean, I think it's going to be Madeira simply because Madison just lost so much from a year ago and they don't have enough back to keep that drive from last year going this season okay so the other teams down there uh so even if madera moves on they're taking on cincy summit country day and then georgetown and clark montessori are down at the bottom uh i think we talked about this just briefly a minute ago country day is marching on i think so in this they just recently started to surface on the ap poll in d3 for a good reason although i haven't seen them i have to trust that they're there for a reason go them All right, so the top half of the bracket, again, some of the more local Dayton teams here. Uh, In the only playing game up there, we've got Bethel, uh, Tip City Bethel, taking on Stivers. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of a funky game here with the 13 and 14 seeds. Uh, Certainly Stivers not up to last year's team that took out Taft. Um, But who you got? I'm actually going Stivers. Okay. Um, the reason I'm doing that is while they don't have the same talent, mm-hmm. that style of play is what I think got them through combined with their talent last year as far as they did. Okay. Good enough. Um, so then after moving on there, they're going to take on National Trail. Um, so Stivers National Trail. The only reason I'm taking Stivers yet again in this one is because National Trail, while they have Cameron Harrison, who yeah. is a stud at the point guard position, they don't have a lot of guys outside of him. Mm-hmm. And I think Stivers has got uh, Brandon Crump, who's a junior, and Cam Baxter-Bell, who's a sophomore. And I just think those two combined with what Stivers has as a whole roster is enough they can get through these first two games. Okay. Now, when we get to the sectional final here in a second, it'll be a little bit different. So the bottom game um, – not a play-in, but technically a second round, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Dixie and Springfield Shawnee. Springfield Shawnee being the one seed, they're moving on. They are going to move on. And they're going to move on against Divers? Uh, yes. I okay. think, and, and and with that one, my kind of reasoning there was Shawnee lost by three to Northmont. Mm. 
and I think Northmont's way more athletic than Stivers was. Shawnee was in that game. Shawnee's been a very good defensive team throughout the year. They've had such a phenomenal season this year. I don't see them losing uh, a sectional final. So, Springfield, Shawnee, or Summit Country Day coming out of this one. It's hard because I haven't seen Summit play. It's hard to tell where where I'm thinking. Where, Where that barometer falls? Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess... My my concerns with Shawnee throughout the year has been, you know, the teams they faced hasn't gotten them ready for tournament. Mm. I mean, Northmont and Beaver Creek were their two best games, but after that, they don't really have a lot of quality wins outside of like the Beaver Creek win. Mm-hmm. My my gut tells me Summit, but I can I can see Shawnee winning this game. It's just okay. hard to tell without seeing Summit. Having them taking a look at who they're matching up with in CHCA. Are either of those teams beaten CHCA? Um, I think both of them could honestly. Okay. I don't know. So we could have we could have some really mixed up games here. I think this. The, I think that this bracketology is going to prove exactly what we've said about D three from day one. Is it is coin a coin toss? It's a coin, coin toss, toss, and it's just hard to pick these games. Well, and there's not much separation here. I mean, it, they're all over the place. They are really. It, they really are. Okay. So, uh. Maybe Country Day taking on CHCA. Maybe Springfield Shawnee taking on CHCA. And who knows? Maybe Preble Shawnee comes out and we get a Shawnee and Shawnee matchup. That'd be great. Uh, I think it'd be a great game. It'd be awesome. It'd be phenomenal. Absolutely. <laughs> Top two teams of Dayton. Uh, yeah, I would say. Uh, well, if, if that happens, I imagine that would be a game we would circle to go to. I think we would. But we'll march on then. Uh, Clayton 2 is our next one up. Uh, this has got some of those Cincy schools in it. Um, up in the top part of this one. Uh, so there's Claremont Northeastern, uh, Batavia Northeastern, uh, East Clinton, Williamsburg, Deer Park, Seven Hills, and Taft. Anybody going to give Taft here a game? You know the answer to that question. No. <laughs> uh, considering every team in this bracket ran away from Taft, I mean, the highest seed is 10 uh, in East Clinton, and then it goes 16, 20, 21, 18. So, yeah, Taft's rolling on in that bracket. I don't think with any trouble whatsoever. Uh, down in our lower bracket, then, uh, the play-in game uh, for the first round is Brookville and Indian Lake. Mm-hmm. Could be a very good game. I think it will be. I um, mean, a real, for a play-in game in D3, very good game. I think so. I think, and I mean, these 10 two, and 12 seeded. Yeah, these two teams are very, very similar in yes, a lot of are. regards. Um Ultimately, I went with Indian Lake because I just feel like Brookville as a whole, like it, this is a common theme in D3 and D4. They got a stud player in A.J. Eller, yep. but you know Indian Lake's going to come at them defending to keep him from scoring. Well, yeah, they're just going to throw every stinking corn-fed boy they got and just throw it straight at them. <laughs> I say that all the time when I'm talking about some of these more country rural schools, but it rings true. Yes. I just meant the style, the, the big guy that's going to come in or guys, it's just platoon of just physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, might give Brookville a little bit of trouble. I think that's going to be yeah. the, their downfall. Okay. Uh, so that their next game then is going to be against Greenan, uh, their seventh seed. Uh, they've got some good wins out there, though, uh, in the OHC. Greenan's actually the eighth seed, just to correct you, um, per the, the sectional draw. West Liberty Salem was a seven, which is right below them. Oh, mine says two sevens. Okay. Uh, for that's, whatever reason, well, it says seven for West Liberty and seven for Greenan. Your bracket's wrong. So, okay. 
Regardless, Greenan, Greenan Indian, Indian Lake. Lake. Greenan wins that game. Okay. Thought so. Yeah. Uh, and then down, down low, we've got uh, another really good matchup uh, in a in a surging Miami East team uh, and a West Liberty Salem team that always seems to give people fits. Remember how I said I had an upset? Is this that one? That's the other one. Liberty Salem, West Liberty Salem. Yeah, I as much as I would love for Miami East to win this game, and they very much, very well could. Right. Your heart's when, telling you no. When you start three freshmen and you're kind of swaying in the negative, the wrong direction as of lately. I mean, I think they've lost like four of their last five. Mm. I I can't wholeheartedly look at a tournament game against a West Liberty Salem team that sticks around as a thorn in everyone's side uh, and try okay. to beat them. Okay, so then. Uh, going out, then OHC matchup here, Greenan and West Liberty Salem. Yeah. Um, in this one, they played each other already once during the season. West Liberty Salem won by 10 in that one. I really like this Greenan team, though. I mean, they, even before they beat Greenview twice, twice, I really liked this team quite a bit. And I like the combo of Mason Potter and Jaden Journal. And I think that now that they've seen West Liberty Salem once before, they're going to come into this the second matchup, and I'm going to take Green in to continue this Cinderella run and make a run to the sectional finals. Okay. Boy, or district finals, boy, excuse me. Man, look at you. Hot takes everywhere. You got to have them, man. You got to have them. You know, you know what happens. I've got my you hot know takes. Ha- I got my hot takes. You know what happens. <laughs> But we get to this. Greenan's not beating Taft. I'm sorry. No. That's, that's we don't even need to have happen. a conversation okay. about that. Moving on then to our fourth one for D3. Vandalia won. Uh, winner of this bracket is going to be taken on Taft. So we'll have to just wait a few short seconds to find out what we think here. Um, we do have Greenview uh, in the top part of the bracket as I'm looking at the paper. But. Paired up with the Cincy schools, uh, so let's let's break this down real quick. We've got Purcell Marion at the 11 seed taking on Riverview East Academy, mm-hmm. uh, 15 seed. I'm gonna guess Purcell Marion's coming out of that one. In that one, yes. Uh, and then they're gonna be taking on Cincy Country Day. Country Day, I think, is one of those one. Yeah, Country Day. Yeah, Cincy Country Day. Okay. There's two Country Days in D3 out of Cincy, Cincinnati yeah. and Summit. Cincinnati and – oh, Summit Country Day. Okay. And then uh, the Greenview team then, five-seeded, taken on Cincinnati Finneytown. Mm-hmm. I think I think Greenview will win this game, but it may be a little bit closer than I think people think. Okay. So then Greenview and Cincinnati Country Day. Mm-hmm. I am going to go with Cincinnati Country Day just because Greenview, they just haven't been the same team this year as they were last year. And, you know, last year, regular season, they were quite phenomenal. Quite phenomenal. Um, And there was a lot of high hopes with who they brought back. And I just feel like they kind of didn't really get into a groove of what we thought they would do. I mean, they rattled off, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games in a row. Taking out Waynesville, Central Catholic, West Liberty Salem, Ben Logan, Kenton Ridge, uh, but ultimately dropping their last two that they've played to Greenan and Cedarville. Cedarville. Which are good teams. Yes, very good team. But Greenan now twice. Uh, Cedarville's a very, very good D4 team. We're going to talk about them in our next episode. Um, but you think you think Country Day's coming out of there against Greenview? They've, they've been a sleeper at the yeah. state level. Okay. I think they got it. All right. So bottom half of the brackets are Dayton schools here. Um, 
playing. We got two playing games with Springfield Northeastern getting a bye out of the top half. So we've got Anna against Mechanicsburg. Not much to unpack there. Anna marching on. Yes. Okay. Uh, Anna and then the play or the bye in Northeastern Springfield Northeastern still Anna. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I with, think you've got to. with Northeastern. The only thing that kind of makes you the question is they have a win over Cedarville. Mm. which makes you kind of wonder, but they haven't really had another quality win beyond that Cedarville game. I don't think they, yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to hang with Anna. Gotcha. Okay. So bottom half of the bracket, Meadowdale and triad uh, winner that gets Carlisle uh, Meadowdale's marching out against triad. And there's I, not a, and I want to point out too. Yes. I, I agree with you on that. I'm pretty sure there's 20 teams total. So I'm pretty sure triad is the lowest seed at that 20. And notice that that's a five seed they're going up against. So they went away from the other four. Everybody else went away from. Well, no, Triad got. I'm saying Triad got stuck. Well, with everyone that spot. else. Went Everybody away else from went away from Meadowdale, and you're gonna. Well, I think. I think I know why. Yes, and I'll explain it in a bit. But yes, and for this first matchup, yes, Meadowdale will beat Triad. Okay, we talked about Northeastern and Anna. So Carlisle and Meadowdale then. Still think that Meadowdale is going to march on here. Yeah, Carlisle didn't live up to what I thought they were going to do this year. Meadowdale's okay. going to win that one. So that's going to come up to a showdown with Anna and Meadowdale. Yes. I think this is one that we need to have a, a, a decent discussion on because Meadowdale is playing some really, really, really good basketball. Anna, although, yes, they're the three seed. They've split with many of those teams up north. Mm -hmm. um, they're still a really tough team. They're really well coached. They're you know, they've just got seemingly they just replenish year after year after year. Are they going to have enough to beat Meadowdale, though? It's hard to tell because, yes, they are. They're junior heavy. They're guard heavy. And the yep. fact that they're even at a winning record right now after losing what they did is phenomenal mm, in and of itself. Yes. They beat Botkins. They beat Fort Lormie twice by a combined 26 points. That's a two very good D4 teams right there. Wow. But here's why I go with Meadowdale. Meadowdale, while they have a losing record, they have played two teams that come out of D3 in these sectional games. Mm -hmm. In both games, they blew them out. Okay, let's hear it. They beat Arcanum by 17, Miami East by 26. And what, Miami's being the four seed ahead of them? Yes. Blew them out. Arcanum being the six seed just behind them, blew them out. And, and who were who their losses to? Uh, they have got two losses to Dunbar by combined 30. <laughs> okay. But Dunbar, we, don't, we already but talked Dunbar's about. Dunbar is Dunbar. The opponent's game was a little bit concerning. It was a 37-point loss. Whew. And then Thurgood was a five-point loss. But Meadowdale has a really good senior in Will Hill. Yes. Who missed last year due to a knee injury. Great athlete, great really scorer. Really coming on strong, too. And even with Anna having the defense that they do, I just feel like this Meadowdale team is hungry. They've got a lot to play for. Um, they got those D3 opponents to kind of get a feel for where they're at, and it clearly showed because teams didn't want to face them. Mm -hmm. um, I have to go Meadowdale and to, to advance to a sectional final. Okay, and taking on Cincinnati Country Day. Cincinnati Country Day. Um, well, that would have been their sectional final, right? That would, um, yeah. Anna would have been the sectional final. The so district. Moving final. on to the district semifinal. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, district um, semifinal against Country Day. Um, it's hard because I have Meadowdale getting this far, but Cincinnati Country Day, I feel like has is is a better team than what they're seeded. Okay. Is Cincinnati Country Day going to be able to take out Taft though? I don't think so. Uh, is anyone down here 
realistically, let's just 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 for very the sake briefly, of argument, yeah. whether it's Preble Shawnee or CHCA or Springfield Shawnee or Country Day, uh, or I'm sorry, either Country Day, is anyone getting by Taft this year? They with, should. With, they should. Because Elmore's playing, right? Elmore's, as far as I know, Elmore's playing. Kai Elmore's playing. Transferred over. We know they've got Rayvon Griffith. You know, I'm sorry. Taft got knocked off early last year by Stivers. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone saw that one coming. Right. Anyone in their right mind didn't see that one coming, even with their struggles early at the beginning of the year last year. They're not going out that early this year. I don't see how they could. But they're going to march through to the regional bracket, I think, pretty easily. I think they will. Not Maybe not easily because nothing – when you get that far in the tournament, no game's easy. Right. But when you look at what they've got going up against them, they're marching through. I agree. Okay. So that wraps up D3 then. Um, even got a little bit of a regional discussion there just briefly at the end um, just because there was not a whole lot to unpack. So we didn't have to get too deep into it. So – Guys, again, take a listen to D1 or D2. Uh, Take a listen to D4 if you haven't yet. Let us know what you think. Uh, We'll be back here uh, in a few short weeks. Uh, Time's flying. Uh, We'll break down uh, the more regional brackets uh, when we get there.